We're about to light up season three of Drifter's Sympathy on Feral Audio. Episode one is called Dawn of Individuation, which rolls the clock back to right when you decide who you want to be and the kinds of early decisions that, for better or worse, completely mold the rest of the shape of your life. Episode two is going to be called Loner Legends, sort of an attempt to define who the underdog really is and their role in history and culture and art. Season three drops on October 23rd. This is Emil Amos. Check out Drifter Sympathy on feralaudio.com. Party, the world's premier crypto psychology show. I'm your host, Southern California's leading psychic, Bria Grant. And I'm your other host, Zane Grant, professor of occult studies at Wachita Baptist University. Wachita? Yes. Deep in the heart of East Texas. Yes. I've been researching what happens to a dream deferred. A, a dream deferred? I don't know what that means. Uh, it's when you, like, you're going to have a dream and then you, you're like, no... I'll have that dream later. That was part of the confusion. Okay. Yeah. In the beginning, that was the angle of my research. But yeah. Over time, after looking through dreams, I found that most of them are not deferred. You just have them. Yeah. So that research isn't going that well? No. I've actually Poorly. lost funding. Fun, yeah. My NSF grant is out the window. Mm -hmm. Not because of that, but because of the Baptist uh, University. Oh, because they don't like you studying dreams? They don't. No, the National Science Foundation won't oh, support the Baptist sure. University. Yeah, that makes and sense. And vice versa. Sure, yeah. Um, so right now I'm applying for an Oral Roberts grant. Mm -hmm. Sure. To study deferred dreams. That's good. That's good. Hey, we have a guest here in the studio today. Um, our guest is Amber Benson. Amber Benson, ladies and gentlemen. You guys don't need to clap for me. Sit down. Uh -huh. No standing ovations uh -huh. necessary. Uh, more Bravo. Class. Uh, Bravo. <clears throat> Thanks for being here at 10 o'clock in the morning. I'm just happy to be in a room where Oral Roberts is being discussed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not not many podcasts are discover, discussing Oral Roberts these days. Not not in the, the, the supernatural uh, uh, vein. Well, you know, we try, to, we try to mix it up on Mystic Party. Keep it both relevant and sci and uh, academic at the same time. Uh, <laughs> sure. You know. Um <laughs> Amber, um, um, tell everyone at home, in case they don't know you. Um, no, everybody knows me. Everybody knows you. <laughs> tell, every, tell everybody at home um, <clears throat> what your favorite breakfast cereal is, what your favorite color is, and um, who was your first kiss, just so they can get to know you. <laughs> um, my favorite breakfast cereal? Yeah. Oh, there's so many good ones. Uh, er, I used to really like Weetabix, but you got to have oh, milk. Oh, wow, Weetabix. Weetabix uh -huh. would be bad without milk. It tastes like cardboard. But, so. Yeah, but if well, you add cardboard, wait, is that the one with the one giant thing? Yes. yes. <laughs> and then you put the milk on it and it kind of yes. becomes many things? It like it like changes. It's like those like those little <laughs> creatures that you oh, put yeah. in water and they expand. That yeah. is Weetabix. Or like the things you put in the oven and they got little shrinky dinks. Yeah, it's like the opposite of shrinky dinks. 
Dinks. Yeah. Oh, oh man, Weetabix. That, that brings it back. I once dated a guy, we made Shrinky Dinks together, and then we never baked them. That sounds like a euphemism for something. <laughs> Wait, so you just made them, you cut them out, yep. and then you put them somewhere. And we never baked them. <laughs> is that like a metaphor for your relationship? I think so. Okay, all right. I think so. Okay. It's literal and, and metaphorical. Okay, good. We um, like metaphors here. My favorite color? Yeah. It's probably black, which is the absence of all color. Yeah. Or isn't it the presence of all color? I think white is all color, oh, all color and black, black is the, the absence. I like that. That's a really good color, and our <laughs> listeners will really enjoy that your favorite color is black. I'm already going to tell you you're going to get a tweet about that, so that's then, great. What was the, my first kiss? Yeah, first oh, kiss. Oh, gosh. Was I, it was it also Johnny Turner? No. Okay. <laughs> That would be awkward. Sorry, that was a brother and sister Zane. We no, like to make inside jokes an only inside from joke. our high school that only we know about. So. No, that, I might be related, so that's probably a bad, because my mom's family, they're Turners oh, from Alabama, oh. from Alabama and oh, Tennessee wow. Turners. Well, so. It could be the same Turners. It might well be, so, so that could be. it was not. That could be awkward. But here's I was... the thing. Are you really against incest if it's gay incest? Because gay incest is not going to lead to any weird babies. That's true. That's probably fine. So it's probably okay to have gay incest. That's the, yeah, I just saw a whole documentary about a guy who had sex with the dolphin. So, you know, I'm, oh. uh, it is what it is. Tell us the name of it. Um, <laughs> Got to oh cue God. that up real fast. I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm trying to remember. I think it's called uh, Dolphin Lover. Okay. I think, I think. Yeah, that's I a good name this. for it. That's a, yeah. that's a specific yeah. name. And he argues that. The dolphin really loves him, and yes. they have an emotional bond. He's a zoophiliac. Oh. Zoophiliac? And, yes, yeah. and he finally found <clears throat> his match. Yeah, but she died. Oh, my God. Uh, spoiler. <laughs> oh, God. I didn't oh. know that. Was okay. it in that do- the cove? No, 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 oh. no, no, no Japanese uh, uh, fishing boats came that to kill them all. That would be such a weird, a weird crossover of documentaries where that one crossed over with the cove. Yeah. One is sex, one is violence. I don't like to mix the two. No. That's, that's how you, can you say dirt? Can you I can say, say anything you that's want. That's how you fuck up children. Oh. Yeah. It's by mixing the sex and the violence. They get oh. very confused. Mom's beheading no. dad, but he's having a really good time. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is how you do it. As long as it's consensual, Bria's okay with it. <laughs> Oh my okay, god. Okay, so we established your first kiss wasn't Joni Turner. No. Do you want to talk about who it is? Or you... um, I'm trying to remember. Oh. I can't remember. Mm. Mm. Who the hell was it? What's the first one you remember? Oh, I think it was, an, memorable it was, kiss. It was a freshman in high school. It was oh, this wow. guy that I liked. I'm not going to say his name because we're Facebook friends. And oh, that would be, be weird. Awkward. Oh, okay, okay. But, but I, I made him do it <laughs> you made him kiss you I've, it was a non-consensual first kiss i kind of forced not i didn't force him i didn't force him into it but i sort of like i, I set the stage for it okay mm. like meaning you, you put down a bunch of rose petals yeah and really some candles i was just like he, he was driving me home and i was like i don't want to go home yet <laughs> I, instead i want a first kiss <laughs> and, and, it, just, and like, it was very out, like, it was very benign and i don't think i opened my mouth at all because i was super like Wait, what? What's that thing coming out of your mouth? That slug? Go oh, away. Oh, he's like trying to put his tongue in your I mouth. I think and so. Like, and I was no. like, no. That's on, the first thing I remember. On wow. Sunday, this guy told me the story that a few days before he had parked in West Hollywood with someone he met online and they just made out for an hour and a half. And he tried to go to like second base and she was like, no, no, no. <laughs> she was like, no, no, no. I'm just happy doing this. For an hour and a half. <laughs> Yeah, and he was illegally parked. <laughs> oh. And it was like, <laughs> who does that? It's part of me that finds that a little romantic. I don't know why. And the hour and I like half, it. After a while, your lips would just start like bleeding. And, and you'd have blue balls like no is. one's business. <laughs> yeah. It seems like an hour and a half, you'd go through like, I'm really turned on. And they're like, I'm not that into it. I'm turned on. Like, you would have to go through waves because it's so long. Yeah, it would it's hurt really long too after a while. Yeah, it's it's sure. too much 
much friction on the face. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Is your friend bearded? That no. could also be a whole. Oh, that'd be a whole mess of mess no. of issues. No. No. Okay. No, but he has pubes that go all the way up to his chin. No, no, he doesn't. <laughs> that would be amazing. If that was real, <laughs> that would be amazing. That guy would be a friend of mine. That, no. uh, it's gonna be the new popular look. You think it's beards, Pube but face. now it's gonna be pubes going all the way oh, up yeah. your I chest. I was actually uncomfortable S- saying it. And now I'm grossed out. Making <laughs> up onto your chin. But the best thing. I was grossed yeah. out, but then I went with it. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> The best thing is that you didn't like it and you, you brought it up. Thanks for it. that. You put that into our heads. That's okay. I'm gonna put a, I'm gonna put two words into your head that you're never gonna forget. Genital slit. What? Why? That's, that's what you have sex with when you have sex with a dolphin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do they say that word in the documentary? Numerous times. The genital slit. <laughs> that's actually named like a good punk band from the nineties. Genital slit. The geni- yeah. genital slits. Um, oh, GS man. for short. Yeah. That is They're, real. You'll gross. never unthink that one. <laughs> no, we won't. It was really disgusting. All right. Um, unfortunately, we do not have Kiki News Girl here this week. She picked her lock, got out of her cage. And, and went to community and college. And she's been on a community college ramp, rampage. She's taken every intensive course she can and trying to figure out the universe and beyond. Yeah. She's she's just, she got out of that cage and felt like she really needed to do some learning. All she knew about was paranormal news stories for the past year. Yeah. So we have a new, a new news girl this week. Uh, please welcome everybody. Sydney Barron. Wait, what is it? <laughs> it's it's News Girl Sid. Oh, news, news Girl, Girl Sid. Sid. Yeah, yeah, News Girl Sid. Welcome to the studio. News Girl Sid, could you give us our first news story, please? Yes. Woman who claims she owns the sun sues eBay after she was banned from selling sun's plots on the site. Mm. A Spanish court is set to hear the most unusual arguments ever after a woman who claims to own the sun sued eBay for blocking her extraterrestrial real estate sales. Though it sounds a little nuts, a court in Madrid has ruled that 54-year-old Maria Duran has the right to have her case heard. Maria Duran has been claiming ownership of part of the star since 2010 when she threatened to bill solar power users. The 54-year-old registered the star in her name at a notary office in Spain before opening an eBay account selling square meter plots for one euro each. But two years later, eBay pulled her listings, saying they violated its intangible goods policy and her account was blocked. She had been selling parcels of about 11 square feet for about a dollar each and had racked up 600 orders before eBay (laughs) shut her down. Because nothing (coughs) tangible was sold, it feared a scam. In her point of view, (laughs) just because the Outer Space Treaty prohibits a sovereign nation from owning a celestial body, it says nothing about individuals claiming those, um, properties. She says she was inspired by a U.S. entrepreneur who registered several planets under his own name in 2010 and made more than $10 million selling land on the moon, Mars, Venus, and Mercury. I'm not a stupid person, and I know the law, Duran has said of her solar real estate gambit. A trial will take place next month, with Miss Duran demanding around 7,500 euros for payments she says she has not received. Mm. There's a like a there's a math problem in this story, by the way, which is that she sold six hundred for a dollar for a dollar, but she thinks she's owed seven hundred seven thousand dollars in damages. I don't understand totally. When you sue someone, you usually <coughs> shoot high. You should. You, you gotta yeah. you gotta think the exchange rate though. Euros. To oh, dollars. you're right. You're, yeah. Oh, oh. Six hundred euros equals about seven hundred dollars. <laughs> um, I look. 
I commend this woman's entrepreneurship. <laughs> I think she decided to name a... You know you can name a star after somebody? She just took the sun. She took the sun and now she's selling it pieces of it. Mm. If you're the dumb if you're the dumbass that buys it on eBay, <laughs> that is your own fault. I know this isn't a totally paranormal news story, but I had pretty strong feelings that this woman, sure, she's ripping everyone off, but if you're the dumb dumb who who takes the time to go on eBay and be like, I'm gonna bid on this square foot for one dollar. It's weird to me that I didn't know that you countries couldn't claim planets i didn't either why do you even put the flag up there <laughs> if we don't own uh, it that's true everyone's got flags up there also what are you gonna do <laughs> let's say we, you, you oh, even, i don't know <laughs> you even can get us let's say you can build a spaceship and you own part of the sun what are you gonna do with it i'm gonna live in there you're gonna go up to the sun and see your part of the sun touch it i'm gonna get a suntan yeah, yeah. i just I just think the people buying this like really deserve to get ripped off. For That's a dollar, I would pay a dollar to get a yeah, certificate from a stranger. Exactly. I, do you think she sends a certificate? I don't feel like she does. I feel like she's too entrepreneurial. She would know better better than to offer a certificate. Well, no. yeah, just the postage alone is more than the euro. <laughs> right, more than the, the, the euro money. that you've been charged. I don't it's, think it's so bad to pay a euro and then be able to look up at the sun and be like, a little bit of that's mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's like when I bought that guy's soul on eBay. Yeah. And, Is it still uh, haunting you? Or? It's still, still serving me. He, he, comes, he, <laughs> in he comes in sometimes and brings us coffee, you yeah. know, just various small soul <laughs> things. Mm. Yeah. He's pretty nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, next news story. Okay. Dowsers tap into far more than water at annual convention. Some journey here to learn an ancient <laughs> practice, others to hone their skills. Many return year after year. More than 300 people, a few from as far away as the United Kingdom, attended the American Society of Dowsers' 55th annual convention and expo, which runs through Monday. Practitioners use metal rods, forked sticks, and pendulums in what they say is their subconscious to tap into a universal knowledge to find water or minerals underground or lost objects like a set of keys. It's really a fascinating place, said Susan Connolly of Westport, Connecticut, of the six-day convention that includes workshops in dowsing and metaphysical topics like using quantum energy, stone circles, earth acupuncture, and holistic home and business harmonization. Dowsers know they have doubters. The United States Geological Survey points out that underground water is so prevalent in many places that it would be difficult not to find water. <laughs> Scientists who have studied dowsing say it's no more reliable than guessing and that dowsers subconsciously move divining rods in response to their surroundings rather than drawn by a mystical force. Dowsing instructors admit that all of this is pretty far out, so learning to trust is perhaps the most difficult part of dowsing, according to a booklet given out during a basic dowsing class. That's what my therapist says. Trust is hard. <laughs> trust is hard. You have to trust the process. You can't just... Look, there's good people and bad people everywhere, so you're going to run into them regardless, so trust is hard. This is my metaphor for dowsing life gangs, with dowsing. Like bad dowsing gangs. Stay away Ooh. from them. Ooh, I hope so. I hope you like go to the convention <laughs> and you're just like, oh, God, not that guy again. <laughs> you know that his stick is totally <laughs> useless. He hasn't found water in years. And like those are like the bitchy girls. And then there's like the guy who's like, oh. <laughs> right? That's right. The dowsing convention just seems... Um, <laughs> Like really lovely to me. I 
kind of would like to go because I like that they're like, look, yeah, there is water underground everywhere, but we found it. Like, we still found it. And I, I can stand by that. Yeah. It's it's a job that should have been put out of business by science years ago. Years. <laughs> and people are just holding on. And, now, do you think these people are getting paid? Do you think it's a job It still? is a job, yeah. It's still a job? Yeah. Where? In rural areas. You, rural areas? You, can just, you have your, your local dowser? You need to know where to dowser? dig your well, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, part of the truth of it is that... Uh, 99% of the way the earth communicates is through body language. <laughs> it's true. That's why you need what was it called? Earth, earth acupuncture. acupuncture. Yeah. You need to you need to stick a pin in the earth so then it can <laughs> let you know. So yeah. And then relax the earth so maybe you know, we could use some earth acupuncture over in in Los Angeles. The earth gets really upset over here, shakes, opens up. Maybe you guys have seen a movie called San Andreas. It's kind of dry, too. It is pretty dry. Yeah, pretty dry. You... you could use some acupuncture. Yeah, California's like... like a lady. She's just not <laughs> too excited to see you. She is not stoked. She is shaking in her boots as well as just getting super angry. Wait. California is like a lady. She's just not too excited to see you? <laughs> <laughs> have you thought about going into the slogan-making business? <laughs> For states. Or ladies. The, the best I ever... The best slogan I ever saw. There's a, a town in, uh, outside of Sydney, Australia called Penrith, and uh, their slogan is, Penrith, we're here. <laughs> <laughs> Ours, our hometown, they paid recently, maybe like five years ago, to get a new town slogan, and they paid <laughs> they paid like $60,000 to this like marketing company, and the slogan they gave them was, Center Stage. <laughs> what? <laughs> and there's nothing. I don't know. That I feel story. like the company might just give that one to every town domino. People do like to think of it as like kind of artsy, an artsy town. Who does that? Like the rich people in our hometown like think of it as like kind of an artsy place. So they're probably um, like Marshall, Texas, center stage. Don't uh, you think? Yeah, you needed to add the Marshall, mm, Texas before yeah. you said center stage. Yeah, sure. right. I didn't, it's I pretty like, funny just New York center City, center stage. <laughs> um, wouldn't the rods, though, they're looking for water, wouldn't they just be pointing at people all the time since we're like... 90% water? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that your or dozing like, rod or are you just glad to see it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good point. Or if like people have like water tanks or... Mm-hmm. Because there's water in buildings these days. I feel like when dowsers were popular, there was like not indoor plumbing, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And so now it's like there's water right th- in there and there. Now yeah. it's like now it's like you're you're looking around and then there's like a, a little kid who just played too much soccer and then drank too much water and he's waterlogged <laughs> and then it's just like can somebody move this kid? Because <laughs> you keep going towards the yeah. kid, you can't some, like. He's, I'm not getting a good reading. <laughs> he's a non-believer. Get him out of here. <laughs> All right, next done. news story. Okay. Golden Girls star Rue McClanahan's death goes viral five years after it happened. I saw that. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. <laughs> Going viral from beyond the grave twice. This Thursday saw an outpouring of tributes and condolences over social media for actors Rue McClanahan. Facebook and Twitter were flooded with we will miss you and RIP messages for the actress. Best known for playing Blanche Devereaux in hit, on the hit TV show The Golden Girls. The only problem? McClanahan died five years ago. As CBS News pointed out, many people did not actually bother to check the date on the obituary from June 3rd, 2010, before sharing it widely and prompting an unexpected spike in traffic on the story. 
What is even stranger is that this is not the first time McClanahan's passing has gone viral years after it took place. The same thing happened, inexplicably, on June 10th last year. Mm. Wow. A repeat, a repeat of, of social media outpouring. And not even on the right date. No, nope. <laughs> not on the right date. Which just goes to show... That you can influence the internet through black magic... For years beyond. Years I beyond. anticipate this happening every <laughs> few years for all of eternity. Yeah. I mean, as we all know, Rue, Rue, old Rue, Rue was an amazing witch in the black arts. She had many powers. Mm. And it's clear that she's, she's just going to keep her name alive, you know? People, the pouring out. I didn't know there were that many Golden Girls fans who would be, there would be so much pouring out. I, I will say I'm a big Golden Girls fan. I may or may not have several box sets of it at my house right now. I do. Yeah. You know what? It holds up. That's oh, yeah. the biggest black magic of it all, is that you would think, oh, that's going to seem dated. No. The jokes hold up, which is some deep, dark magic shit, because that shit should have <laughs> faded in the 1980s, maybe late, early 1990s. Yeah, just the fact that it existed and it got on air and some, like, <laughs> some right, executive agreed. was like, oh, like today, if you tried to do that without black magic, like the yeah. the woman that you're pitching it to would be like, "Do you want these sexual women? How old?" And then she would just like have this bucket that she throws up in every time. Her barf bucket every time you mentioned how sexual these older women were. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Nobody gave them the uh, the the your last uh, fuckable day. No uh, one gave them that fuckable yeah. day. Yeah. They are. They have that. They have the slogan that we think of for California. <laughs> I forgot what you said. <laughs> what no one wants you here. But what is it? No. That lady is a tramp. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Have some more spaghetti. Yeah, that's with a, a dog and kiss it. Lady and the tramp. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna tell you guys. Go watch an episode of Golden Girls. You're not gonna <clears> think it holds up, but it's very good, and the women are very funny. I used to, when I was a kid. Um, our grandmother would always leave it on. It came on like after the after the Rifleman or something, and then Kung Fu <laughs> Theater, and then it went Golden Girls, and I always got really uncomfortable watching it. Yeah, because they're very sexy. They talk about yeah. sex and dating, and they're wearing like matching like like matching bright blue pants pantsuits, <laughs> like, shoulder pads with major shoulder pads and big big jewelry. You know, their style is coming back. I know. Just saying. That's that's the frightening. That thing. is the most frightening. That's, <laughs> that's the most the black real, magic of yeah. it all. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, News Girl Sid, thanks for being here. We're so happy to have you. You're welcome. Um, at the end of your thing, you go get in that cage over in the corner. Okay. You just go crawl in that cage and then just lock yourself it right in. It was in your contract. Yeah. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. See you next week. See you next week. Um, so, Amber... Um, you're here because you have a paranormal problem that you would like the Mystic Party to try to solve. Yes. Um, what is going on in your life? All you're right. having a dating conundrum. I am. Yeah. I uh, I met a guy online, um, mm. and we've been doing a lot of like emailing and texting and stuff. But it turns out he's 24 hours ahead of me, so he lives in the future. Oh. And now he wants to meet me, and I'm nervous. Well, sure. So every time he writes to you. You don't write back for 24 hours, so that probably worked to your advantage because... Yeah, I like to leave them hanging. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm playing by the rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, that book. Um, but so, normally you don't. Normally you write back immediately. It just so happened We should want to know time, more about your dating life. This time it worked <laughs> because... 
Well, he's 24 hours ahead, so so I'm afraid that when I actually meet him, he'll like he'll have already met me. He'll have met you already. But I won't have met him. Well, I feel like I need to go to science school for this. This is it's very confusing, complicated. right? Okay, wait. So <laughs> it's paradoxical. Wait, first of all, more importantly, <laughs> what kind of meeting are you guys thinking? Like a coffee, um, you a make dinner, out a in dinner a car in West Hollywood. Yeah, for make an out hour a car. In West we Hollywood. were thinking of a dinner full on bondage evening, but bondage oh, evening. Yeah. Okay. Just if only you could catch up to that future. <laughs> But it may never I happen. I just was tied up. But um, bum. That's terrible. No, we encourage it. We encourage it. That should be so. The, there's two issues we have here. One, you could meet up with him and he's already met you. Or two, you could continuously try to meet up and you may never catch each other. That's true. I didn't even think of that. God, Th- that's another issue. So I would get stood up a lot. But in yeah. you're saying you're saying that you have already met him in the future. I guess I, I might have at some point. Oh, but you don't know. I don't know. Yeah, because it hasn't happened yet for me. But for him, it might have. It's very confusing. But he it's must really be. confusing. Um, wait, hold on. Is he just like a regular dude? He works in IT. He works in IT. Oh. Oh. So he's got like a good job. Yeah. Hey, uh, most Probably kind of guy you want to bring him actually, to mom in the future. N- little known fact: ninety nine percent of our listeners work in IT. <laughs> <laughs> Could be one of them. You never know. Yeah. But there's no. Um, so he works in IT. Sounds good. And you guys have a lot in common. We have a lot in common. Yeah. Um, we like science. Oh, you both like science. Talk about science. Which is good because you kind of have this conundrum. But he, he knows he's in the future and you know you're in the past. Yeah, well, we, did, we discovered it when uh, um, I, we, were, we were texting. And when I didn't get back to him uh, uh, because of the, uh, the horse, the, uh, the triple crown thing. And I, oh, sure. I, and then like he knew who won already. And I was like, wait a minute. It hasn't, it hasn't run yet. Oh, man. And that's when we discovered we were 24 hours apart. Oh, wow. Did you win a lot of money on that race? <laughs> you know, I was so flummoxed by the whole thing <laughs> that I didn't... forgot to put my bet down. Well, let's put a pin in that because that may be a useful Sadly, thing. If this relationship doesn't work out. Sadly, I think a lot of people bet on the right horse. So mm. everybody got $2. Oh, uh, <laughs> bummer. Okay. Uh, well, we'll take the pin out. Okay. Um, it looks like we have some some callers calling in who are interested in talking to you. Yes. All right. Uh, let's get the... line three. Uh, will you hit that with your stick? N- news girl Sid News girl Sid Baron Cohen <laughs> Thank you Caller uh, What do we got Who are you And where are you calling from Hello Hi Hi My name is Rue My name is Rue McClanahan Oh is oh, it <laughs> Calling into Mystic Party I- I'm You're- I'm calling from another dimension. Oh, okay. oh. Well, that's a relief. I thought you, maybe you were still alive and people were already still celebrating your everybody day. Everybody knows about it. Everybody knows about the other dimension or that you died? Uh, everybody knows that I'm not here anymore. Right. Okay. Well, they keep forgetting and they keep re- We should tell you, they keep re-celebrating your life when you died. Your well, death. I'll, your death. I'll tell you a little secret about that. It's not just spontaneous, them doing this. I've dabbled a little bit in those lives. Oh, and with those people specifically? Well, there's always a tipping point. There's always a trigger moment. And what I like to do is I like to go into these people's, these 
fire starters, I like to call them, <laughs> into their bedroom at night. Ooh. And I just, I lay on their bed. And when they come into their room, I'm there as a ghost. And they, they get so scared. And, but it makes, and they go to bed and they sleep it off. But when they wake up, they say, is she dead? <laughs> and they get everybody talking. I like to think of you as like, because um, you were so, so seductive in uh, Golden Girls. I like to think uh-huh. of you laying on their bed in sort of a seductive, mm. like, like, you know, that that is exactly how exactly I do how you it. do it. That okay, was, good. That negligee. was the time of my life. Negligee, yeah. Girls you were plant. the sexy one. Sexy one. This is a little bit irrelevant, but uh, <laughs> do you call them fire starters because of the prodigy song, <laughs> or because I'm, of the other I'm thing? I'm sorry, I I don't know what you're talking okay. about. Okay. Um, Rue, uh, why did you call into our show? Do you have some advice for Amber? Some questions? I well, what a lot of you land of living folk don't know is that we have a connection with the future once we enter to the realm of the dead. Mm. You have a connection with the future once you've died. If if Amber so chooses, I could maybe make contact with this young man of hers. Well, she's contacting him. <laughs> are you trying to... I mean, look, I know you were the sexy one on TV, but are you uh, trying to... Are you trying interested to in this Bogart idea? my man? Is that what's well, happening here? Well, <laughs> in the future, they haven't started their media rampage about me, and maybe I was just, just looking for a fire starter. <laughs> and you feel like the IT guy might be a fire starter? I, I think he's a prime candidate. <laughs> <laughs> well... He knows now, or he'll know. Yeah. He already knows. Lace. He already knew. He, yeah, he knew you were right. going to try to do this. Oh, no. Yeah. Look, Rue. I didn't think this one through. Look, there's many people who are, many folks out there who are fans of, of your, your work. work. And your you. sexuality. Thank you. Your, your, you know, very brass Southern sexuality. You broke sexual bar- barriers that that the fu- that this future is not even ready for. Not even ready. Again. They're still upset about it. There's definitely a man out there for you, but why don't you let Amber be with her ID, ID, ID they're, guy? They're more likely to put uh, Jenner on the cover of the Vanity Fair than to accept you as a sexual being. I'm sorry. But you did I it. Don't know you did it. I agree. <laughs> you did, but you did it. You broke the boundary. That's how I feel. Well, thank you. Yeah. It's just trying to catch up. Thanks. The world's trying to catch up with you. It's back to the drawing board. Okay. Go back to that drawing board. <laughs> Thanks for calling, Rue. Um, yeah, Amber, this is a concern, actually, maybe we should talk about. Now, you haven't met this guy, but you're kind of interested in him. Is it possible that he, um, you know, he could lose interest or, you know, someone else might snag s- snag him in the future because you're not there? Oh, my God. They're, they're a day ahead of you. You I know? didn't even think about that. You're talking about future girls here. Future girls are just so far ahead of you. 24 hours ahead. They just know about all the new fashions and the new hits on They're already, Top 40. Like, while you're at home uh, the day before, they're already at they're already CVS. They're already macking on him. They're at CVS getting the new colors of makeup. <gasps> Oh, those new that's fall where you colors <laughs> where you're shopping for your makeup. It's already fall. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's true. He's a big makeup fan, I see. Yeah, yeah. He, CBS, he's really into it. Yeah, CVS, CVS has makeup? some of the best makeup. Yeah, they carry, they carry a lot of good lines there. I buy Kiki's makeup there exclusively. 
Um, it's something to keep in mind. Oh, no. Although you have a lot to offer, you know, because you're living in the past. You know, you bring in um, wisdom. History. History. Great. It's a good one. Um, there's a lot of things you can bring in with your your past living life. You can do a lot of callbacks from the day before. Yeah, you can. You can just do so many jokes, callback jokes. So what you're saying is that on, honestly, I should be like pumping him for information on the future. Since I'm the history, he's the future, and I True. can like make money on him. Is really look. What... You're a romantic. You want to be in love. We get that. Well, now I'm seeing like a profit margin. <laughs> that's, here, a profit so. margin. But that's where we want to push. <laughs> There's money to be made from future people. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um. We have another caller. Lines are blowing up here. Yeah, people are really interested. <laughs> really interested in this topic. Um, caller, can we get a caller on line two, please? Line two. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hey, this uh, is What's George. your name? Okay, George. I'm from I'm 24 hours in the future. I, I don't think she's actually heard my voice. <gasps> oh. oh, are you the IT guy? Uh, yeah, I code. Oh, <laughs> you code? oh my god well how this did you is get crazy is how... this pre-recorded well well she told me that she was gonna be doing some type of podcast so i called a, a day ahead of time to talk to you guys so how do you know what we're just how do you know what we're saying let's right not now? ask questions okay. that seems too complicated okay. <laughs> let's just go with that let's I just go with that idea i have i wrote an algorithm that will predict what oh you're you are very oh. smart good thing you're an it guy yeah. very that is smart very helpful mm, that's good that's what i wanted so tell them about our first date that you you planned for us and i said no because i was scared to meet you oh yeah well, I told her that uh, we would meet in Australia. Okay, that because seems complicated. That's twenty-four hours ahead of her time, <laughs> and we would maybe go to an opera or go surfing, whatever. Really, I don't really—I've never been to Australia, but I'll do anything for her. They do have a wonderful opera house there. I go once a year. <laughs> but I told him I don't like surfing, so it's sort oh. of a, a deal breaker. Oh, uh, I, yeah. so I, I, you missed that part, huh? I don't know how to surf. I just I wanted to be cool. Oh, that's so sweet. You were trying to impress her. Yeah. But can oh. I can I ask him a question? This is something that we've Please. gone back and forth on, and maybe you guys can have some input in this. He won't send me a picture. Mm. Oh, yeah. Wait, you guys What's met online, there? but he didn't have a picture on he his profile? A, he just had a big, like, question mark. Do you often... Big question mark, huh? Oh, that's more of a question for you. Do you do you often just... Why would you message someone? <laughs> I assume if someone has a question mark or an egg, that they've been horribly deformed. Not me. Well, not me. Maimed by a bear. I don't like War to child. judge. I'm, I'm, I'm free You're form. open. I'm an equal opportunity, Lech. Okay. Okay. So you you just were like you fell you fell for his personality. I fell really for his truly. profile. It just was a great profile. He talked about you know loving NASA and mm-hmm. um, quantum physics, mm-hmm. yeah. and I was sold. Well, the, I think the big reveal is your first name's George. Yeah. Last name. Har- Harrison. Harrison. <laughs> no. Okay. No, he's, Clooney. He's dead. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't know that. Clooney. It's George Clooney, right? No. I, look, I'm not. A famous person, oh, but okay. I am one of the most handsome people in the world. And <laughs> it gets in the way. People don't look at my profile. They just look at my picture. They don't know that I care about quantum physics. They don't care about NASA. They don't even notice that I have a nerdy voice. They're just looking at my pecs. <laughs> Do you have pecs? Or pecs? <laughs> I think he said pet. Pecs? I got pecs, and my pigs got pecs. 
Why? Why? Wow. So you, you just quit putting all your peck picks up because it was too it was too distracting <laughs> well, for just, all the women. It's so hard to live a life where everyone just focuses on your beauty. <laughs> Tell you, me about it. Just because we have you on the line, would you do me a favor and feel of your pecs right now? <laughs> And tell me how many there are. Oh, wait. I thought pecs were down here. No. What are these called? Abs. I, I can't see abs. where you're pointing at. Feel, on your, feel on your abs and tell me how many you have. Um, the Six. Six. The appropriate amount. Oh, six, six abs pack. that you can feel. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah, I can feel all six. I sort of just have one big one, so I didn't know if there was like more. There's more to have there. Oh, uh, you have a weed of Bix. I have a weed of ab. That's what, that's what I have. Put some milk. Weed ab. Put some milk on it. <laughs> and then it will come, become six. Yeah. Um, but did you feel your pecs also? Yeah, I have two. Two. Oh. Um, I believe. Well, it sounds Perfect. sexy to sounds me. Handsome. Sounds attractive. Extraordinarily handsome. Yeah. If you looked like any celebrity, who would it be? Um, it would probably be Adrian Brody, but muscular. Oh wow, wow. <laughs> So specific. Ah. Um, wow. Well, you sound attractive. So you've called in to talk to Amber somehow in the future, Free a day ahead of time. You've, call, you've called in it. to talk to Amber uh-huh. to convince her to go on a date with you. Yeah. To Australia. I want her to let go of her fear. <laughs> so hard, though, yeah, to I let go of that. your fear. Because I, I don't s- know what he looks like. What if, what you know, he doesn't know what I look like either. But you know... Wait, what, you don't heart... put your picture up either? Well, I used a friend's picture. Whoa, Whoa. Amber. Maybe that's what we should be talking about. That sounds you, like such a... That's such a trickery. You didn't tell me that. Oh. Well, I just assumed when you saw the chimpanzee face that you would know that that was a joke. I thought... <laughs> I... I I thought you were a monkey. <laughs> Are you telling That's me? That's a great. That is a great disappointment. <laughs> for some. You thought you were going on a date with a chimpanzee? A, a smart monkey. I've been learning sign language. Well, she's this. speaking oh to you. God. I don't. You don't have to. Look, she's well, talking thought, right now. I thought that was like a Stephen Hawking's thing. Okay. Oh yeah. Gotcha. For monkeys. Mm. No, we're in the past. We haven't gotten that far where we're giving monkeys uh, the ability to talk. Don't through. just wait 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be ready. Well, I mean, Amber, do you want to tell him what what you look like? Like, if you looked like any celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> what celebrity do you think you look most like? Do you at least have a, a baboon butt or, or a rectal slit? <laughs> I do have a genital slit. Oh, oh hey. It's sort of animalistic. Ladies. Oh. But I don't have any, like, like ducks or whatever's in there, like the dolphins have, to, like, chambers. That's a thing. The ducks? The ducks. ducks. Oh, ducks. They have chambers. <laughs> That's ducks. how they swim. Yeah. They have chambers that keep, them, that keep that area watertight, apparently. Why does it have to be watertight? So stuff that goes in. Oh, gross. In. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got it. I understood. I got it. I yeah. didn't know why. Why did I ask? Actually, I look like a dolphin. If I was going to describe myself, I would say, you know. Wait, are you human? (laughs) Yes, I'm human, damn it. But she's super dolphin. Like, I'm looking at her, and I mean, I'm like, dolphin-like features. Like, you know, bottlenose. (laughs) He didn't want a dolphin. Little eyes. Well, we did meet on the zoophilia online meetup. Oh. oh, like she definitely looks like like a so, dolphin. She, she's like grayish skin and like a mm-hmm. blowhole on the back of her neck. Well, you know what? I, I can get past it. Okay. You know what? Uh, people, it would be so hypocritical of me if I was like, I'm not going to date you because you aren't a monkey. I agree. <laughs> I agree. It's big of you. 
It's like Adrian. Just because Adrian Brody dates a monkey. <laughs> I'm not Adrian Brody. Look like him. That's what I'm right, saying. Right, right, yeah. right. We just get because it. he does, you don't have yeah. to. Yeah. Exactly. And maybe, yeah. maybe you can go ooh ooh ee ee once in a while. Oh. Oh. Oh God. Oh. I feel like this is. Well. I feel like we should meet now. I feel better. Okay, now. you're feeling like you yeah. want to meet. Him. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm liking that. Okay, well, um, I'm not really sure how time travel works, so I'm just gonna say, go you on. go to Australia yesterday, and then you go today, and then maybe you'll meet there. No, I'll go tomorrow. He'll yeah, go yesterday. Yeah. And we'll meet in the middle. You meet in the middle. Maybe we'll meet in Papua New Guinea. Ooh. <clears throat> Ooh. I'll just stay in the same place for 24 hours. That's a good idea. And then you be there. I wouldn't go to that Papua New Guinea. Don't go there. <laughs> you want to explain? <laughs> well, there's there's that Jared Diamond book, Guns, Germs, and Steel, is all about how like they just kill each other there. There's a war Maybe all the time. There. Don't go there. So don't go there. Maybe that's in the past, though. We're 24 hours ahead now. I think oh, we can uh, we can move beyond that. Well, George uh, is 24 hours ahead. Sure. We're right. still here. George, is uh, Papua New Guinea now like the seat of the democracy? Hmm. Um, no, but they but pygmy people are back. Oh, good. They're, they're back? back? Where did they go? Yeah, they're extinct. Oh, they're extinct, but they came back in 24 yeah. hours? Yeah. Uh. yeah. Um. Well, I'm excited about you guys' date. This yeah. seems like a really good deal. Um, the only other thing we want to ask you about, George, is um, just maybe throw a few lotto numbers our way. You know, any bets we should be making. Because yesterday I played it and I was one number off for every number. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, I don't follow the lotto. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I don't believe Who's going to win um, the Super Bowl tomorrow? <laughs> um the Falcons. Okay, cool. Atlanta Falcons. Okay. Mm. <laughs> um, well, George, thanks for calling. Yeah. Um, Amber, I feel like we solved your problem. We have time to take another call. People. Well, I, okay, sure. No? What do you think? Yeah, let's take another call. I mean... Am I crazy? Should I not? <laughs> no, we think you should. He sounds really cute. He, he sounds, sounds He sounds like just like an Adrian Brody. Do you Brody. like the way Adrian Brody looks? I'm impartial. Um... I, uh, uh, yes. Uh, he's cute. I, well, he's in very, Predators. He, if it was Adrian Brody, Predators era. Predators. Oh. <laughs> I'm thinking like a different. Am yeah. I th you're thinking yeah. of a different yeah. Brody. Who's that? I don't know. Wait, I'm thinking of the guy from from uh uh yeah. The, no, I know. I, oh, the I, OC. I, I, no, that's, no, that's different. That's, that's Adam Brody. Adam Brody. Oh, Adrian Brody was in Predators. The but he got real muscular for it. Oh, is that what I I, I know I knowish him a little bit, yeah. so I feel the uncomfortable piano? discussing oh, 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 whether oh. he's attractive or not. Well, I don't oh. know him, and I'll tell you, it's pretty attractive. I think he's very handsome. One time when I worked he's, at a juice store, he bought a juice from me, and he, I remember thinking he's attractive. I will I will say this about him: I, I I met him when I was fourteen. We worked on something together, and he um he is a very sexy person. He, Ooh. he also had a, a bracelet with people having sex on it on his hand, what? on his wrist, or whatever. It was what? very funny. Like my sister and I were just like, oh, that's so what crazy. Is that? But what did it mean? Wait, but he showed it to you when you were 14? Yeah. How old was he? Like, I don't know. Not that much 45. older. 45. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he didn't see anything. It just was like intimating. You know? Oh, I see It was like saying. a naughty looking whatever. Ooh. That's really weird. It is a little strange. He was I, so I love nice. That. I love that. He's a, he's a sweetheart. Him. Really nice guy. But All right. Well. I feel awkward now. Let's say, okay, like if he's, okay, let's You've say it's not him. Nice it's just like, it's him but different looking. Yeah. It's him but different looking. Yeah. Sure. So that sounds like a good guy. 
Yeah, yes. I, I didn't know. He really just had a question mark. I just assumed he was a grammar man. Oh, sure. Mm. Yeah, he was just really into, into like gra- into grammar or like mysteries. He really mysteries. liked mysteries <gasps> and stuff. Yeah. I thought he was Scooby Doo, you guys. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's the zoophiles. I smell a love connection. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say. Um. Well, we have another. We have time to take another call. The, yeah, let's take another call. Yeah, people just want to chat with you, Amber. So let's see what the deal is. Hello, caller. Hi, Zane. Yes. I, the coffee shop has new employees and they're not serving me the coffee. <laughs> the co- oh, you're fired. No. <laughs> yeah. But you brought me back. Oh, this is this this is the soul that you had. <gasps> yeah. Oh. Yeah, you're fired. <laughs> you really got to get that coffee for people. Yeah. I mean, like, we are a soul. What else are you going to be doing? I don't know. I mean, like, come on. Get it together. I'm putting, I'm putting you back on eBay. Because you paid a pretty penny for her on eBay. I paid a dollar, yeah. A whole dollar. You could trade her for part of the sun. Ooh. <laughs> I might. Sure, send her <laughs> off to the sun for not getting those coffees. Don't come on. Don't the sun. I don't want to go back there. Look, Louisa. <sighs> it's just not working out. Did you give her that name or she came with a name? My name's Louisa. Okay. <laughs> Why would I name her Louisa? It's a weird name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's not. It's a weird, it's a weird name. It was very popular when she was alive. Mm. Don't, I don't like knowing about her past. She always starts just telling her life story every time she screws something up she's like I was an orphan in the 19th century <laughs> I don't know what it was like I feel like I'm alive again when I get to get you coffee I'm sure you do well, I do. I'm, I don't care. Do you guys have some weird thing going on? It sounds, yeah, what I feel, is this? This sounds like a little bit more than, yeah. a, than a sole owner relationship. Yeah. Oh, what does it sound like? I don't know. It sounds some... like a old married couple, if you yeah. ask me. Yeah. I generally talk to women as if we've <laughs> been married, married to them for years. Couple. We bicker. You don't have to think of me as a woman. You could think of me just as a soul. Mm. Uh, yeah. You're fired. Well, sorry, Louisa. Amber, if people want to find you on the internet, where would they find you? Uh, they would find me um, on the Twitter, Amber underscore Benson. Because if you go to just Amber Benson, it's not me. It's somebody who, I think she she's very nice. Uh, she literally in her thing says, I am not the lesbian witch from Buffy. Does it really? <laughs> that's, yeah. what, that's what mine says, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think she's like a Christian uh, singer-songwriter. Oh, really? Oh. So very different than Very me. different, Amber Benson. Very nice, but oh. very different. I love Contemporary Christian music. <laughs> well, you do you do talk about the Oral Roberts song, so. <laughs> Whoa. Um, and if and is there anything you want to plug? Talk about anything? You have a movie that's got you have a short film that's doing the rounds right now that you directed. Yeah, it's called uh, Shavenge. Uh, Shavenge, not Shavenge. Shavenge. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a little uh, a little indie uh, uh, short film with fighting and and it's uh, it's a lot of fun and it's silly and we're playing at the LA Film Festival and and that's in that that will be in the past. It'll be in the past. So if you are listening to this in the past, then you can go. Yeah, but, but if, if you're right. listening to this presently, then you won't be able to go. Or go to Australia and check it out. Yeah, yeah. go to Australia and check it out there. Or just go around the earth like 50 times really fast backwards like Superman did. Oh, yeah, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And make it go backward. It's a good Throw idea. Those nukes in the sun. Mm-hmm. It's a good idea. Yeah. Um, then, we're going to yeah. do a follow-up show where we find out how your date went in the future. No. Or we could just call him and ask Super him Super nervous about it. 
just totally confusing. I mean, he says he looks like Adrian Brody, but it's the internet. It's the yeah. age of yeah, the internet. Yeah, true. You don't know. People should... don't know. Maybe he did that thing like, which celebrity do you look the most like? <gasps> and then his set age, Adrian Brody. Um, <laughs> sorry, you, did you have something else you wanted to plug? Uh, No. No? Well, thanks for coming on the Mystic Party. Thanks, you guys, for helping me sol- solve oh my, my problem. Oh, no problem. We, I feel like we really solved it. <laughs> we totally 100% solved that problem. Um, like and subscribe. Um, write nice things about us on iTunes. It super helps us out. Um, go listen to other Feral Audio podcasts. We love Feral Audio. It's feralaudio.com. They have amazing stuff on there. Um, if you're going to buy something on Amazon, buy it through Feral. Send them a little bit of cash. Like, There's a little link on our website. You know, they sell so many things on Amazon these days. Yeah. It's not just books anymore, guys. Oh, no. Not at uh, all. You can buy a mattress cover. If you, if you have a relative that pee, pees in the bed a lot. Zane and you did that last week. bought a new mattress. Yep. Um, you can buy. I recently bought uh, hangers on there. I no, did no. that. I bought some hangers also for my house. Oh, I bought them for dad. I know you did. Worst child ever. Yeah. Hmm. I bought them for myself and you bought them for our dad. Um, Who's the better things. person? Who's the better person? Insane. Uh, <laughs> Insane. Um, you could buy your wife's uh, community college textbooks on there. Because yeah. they do still sell books, even though they don't want to anymore. Do they sell your books on there? Do they sell your books? Oh, yes. Yes, they, they do? do. Really? Yeah, yeah. The Witches of Echo Park, uh, the last one I did is, is up there on the Amazon. Witches of Echo Park, people. Yeah. You can buy it on Amazon through the Feral Audio page. Yes. This just got so insular, guys. Everything. Like Everyone we're all connected. benefits. We're the all... lottery numbers for tomorrow will be 54, 46, 32, Amy, and Louisa. Thanks for listening to the Mystic Party. Thanks, guys. Feral Audio. Do you like science? You like jerks? If you answered yes or no or declined to state because Illuminati, man. Then you should check out the Science Jerks podcast on the Boardwalk Audio Network. Each episode, we talk about science news and play games with our comedian friends. The Science Jerks. It's science merged with comedy. Because Let's do some science. the United States government, it is the mission of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.